Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Goes Without Saying, you're here for another episode of Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Wing, joined by the lovely and amazing Sefi. Hello. And today we are giving you a really, really real episode, I would say. Kind of too real. Maybe too real. I don't think Sefi's going to cope listening back to this. (sighs) Kind of one of those things I'll listen back and be like, fuck, okay, okay. I feel like you have the vibe of you've been drunk texting all night kind of you upping everybody you up you up you up you've been sending them out like willy-nilly nobody's <laughs> business and you're gonna wake up tomorrow and think oh what the fuck did i do oh god oh god you really spilled the beans on yourself to me that makes for a great episode I, it was great so stay tuned chats on mental health happiness contentment authenticity you know what to expect you know the deal around here and if you don't you're gonna get used to it very very quickly i'm sure Who's going to start? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to start, but I can start. How are you feeling today? I can start by throwing it back at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever starts doesn't really have to start. That's the good no, bit. No, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, have you have you been doing the work this week? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I thought you would. Well, I did go on my day. It was fine. That didn't really feel like I did any work, though, on that day. It was fine. Cool. Um, So maybe I should come up with a different doing the work. Maybe you should go first. Have you been doing the work? I've, I've definitely been doing a lot of thinking, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of work, but a lot of thinking. I don't know if I've been doing a lot of emotional work, mm. but I've definitely been coming to some conclusions. Last week I said it would be a fun thing to do is like get yourself into something or blah, blah, blah. But here's where I am at the moment. March for me, it's now the, what day is it today? The 7th of April. <laughs> March for me was like chaos. Like I was, I didn't have a break like it was just like go 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 it was like a lot and it was and it was full of getting myself into things like a new exciting project it was like I'd, I'd done that and I'd said oh April I'm gonna really slow down and I haven't yet but I will and if not this month then it'll be next month <laughs> <laughs> only because we're already a week in and I've still got I need to kind of like tie up my loose ends tie up some ends yeah tie up some ends cross some t's dot some i's and then nice. i can have like a full you can have a spa day you can relax i can have like an actual day off yeah exactly yeah you can watch all the harry potters in one day just get that in oh, early gosh. you know boy will i boy will i boy. watch me boy oh boy half of me is like yeah i'm doing the work by doing like some of the most may like like amazing things like so happy to be doing what i'm doing but then i'm also doing the work because i'm starting i'm sowing the seeds of being able to say no to things and like extending my deadlines and I'm going to I'm making my life a lot easier I'm making my future self more stable I think by like giving her a better chance because it's just like it's just a crazy old life out here right it's the only option make your life easy for yourself but I did do an amazing thing for I won't say who but like a quite a big influencer oh I don't even know about this Mm. I'm thinking who who is this I'm not gonna give details or like it's not out yet so I'm not gonna go into too much detail but I'm really happy with it it's no one we like it's no one we know and I didn't really know who they were but so that she's like an influencer like a musician like very very cool Mm. person I was able to create some stuff with her is it Dodie is it Dodie (laughs) (laughs) is it Zola (laughs) no musician I'm thinking Dodie is the only one I could think of it's kind of one direction Mm. if the doing the work is like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone which I feel like it often is for me half of my comfort half of pushing myself out of my comfort zone is like getting me onto these exciting projects and like doing cool things like making stuff that I'm really proud of and like having fun new experiences and then this new part that I'm trying to lean into more is the taking my time slowing down not having to do everything like just because something's really exciting and it feels like a once in a lifetime opportunity it doesn't mean it's my only opportunity and it doesn't mean I have to do it right now on everyone else's terms like no like I can have my own peace and quiet 
so I look forward to it maybe next month I don't know when I'm gonna schedule in that peace and quiet but I will do it yeah definitely it's kind of the thing of the doors will open it's not your job to know when they'll open how they'll open you don't need to grab at each door they'll open you just gotta open the door in your head walk right through Jim told us this we're coming in early with Jim on this one (laughs) Jim told us this about 10 years ago he said it in an interview we're bringing it up twice under five minutes we're going in with Jim and I don't even care it's Jim 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 owns this as well now it's partly Jim's thing it is yeah absolutely that's really nice though I think that's really true yeah well that's really nice but then so also I'm not gonna lie I was thinking yesterday and I was I literally was holding my phone about to go on the stories and talk I just thought I can't do it (laughs) (laughs) it's hard because I'm thinking of the reality of it is that sorry I'm really like kind of venting but this is not really what you signed up for but whatever no no go for it this is our podcast and we're gonna bring you authentic realness always and whatever that looks like on the day and on the day it's this me kind of ranting about god knows what and it's me kind of being a little bit depressed i think i don't really know what my mood is today i'm just a little bit down we're gonna unpack it Mm, we'll unpack we're gonna unpack it and it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be an interesting ride we're gonna see where we where it takes us but i feel like recently my biggest thing that i think i've identified that is what I need to start doing the work on like really really actively I think I need to be quite strict with myself I think I've kind of come to the conclusion it's quite sad I've got myself into some bad habits over the past like like couple of months not that I'm like suddenly like kind of doing coke and like kind of I'm like I'm Demi you're Demi Lovato she's been watching Dancing with the Devil she thought that looked like fun if anything (laughs) that looks like fun that looked like a great idea looked like it went really well for her basically I think I'm looking too much into people being negative oh that's not nice like people being mean I'm I'm really like consuming a lot of mean stuff not like directed at me at all is this about the dm that we just got no but I can go into that but basically I've been consuming a lot of shit online of like people I don't know like loads of comments about like this is really like this is such an old reference but like loads of comments about Molly Molly May's body when she's on holiday or whatever yeah. that's like a really old thing but those sorts of I'm consuming a lot of like awful dark nasty people forums of people spewing hate at people why are you doing that it's kind of like reading tabloids in the early 2000s yeah. like reading like kind of okay magazine where they're saying like Jennifer Aniston looks so chubby is she pregnant <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Awful. And I'm just consuming a lot of I this can't kind go of... near that shit. That no, is like... I can't. Well, what I've realised is now, I think the symptom of that now is that I'm... Everything I do in my life, I'm viewing my life. I'm, I'm viewing myself, like, through the eyes of someone that hates me. Oh, God. That's horrible. <laughs> like, really awful. Do you know what's most awful about that is that no one hates you. So you're no, no viewing your life me. through a fictional eyes mm. of someone that doesn't exist that yeah. in a parallel universe hates you. Yeah. And that doesn't know you. Completely. So that's the most fucked up bit, is the imagined audience of it all. Is that it's all in my mind, yeah. Because mm. it's not like I'm reading piles and piles of hate about me, because it doesn't exist. Like, this is a small podcast. <laughs> like, we're currently, I don't know when you're hearing this, but we're currently operating from a relatively safe space of people being, like, pretty nice to us generally. And I think what I was going to say on the story yesterday, I, we're, honestly, I, look, I'm not coming in with tears, but I am emotional about it. Um... I feel like, God, I don't Okay, she is going to cry, but it's fine. Look, you're going to cry. I'm dead inside. It's a good, it's a good show, okay? <laughs> it's kind of, that is what you came for. <laughs> right, hang on. Let me get a grip. This is why we, I wish I could get a camera on this right now and monetize these tears. <laughs> What's obsessing you? I just kind of need some eye contact with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm happy for this all to go in, by the way. Like, I kind of, I know you think don't lower the tone, but I'm kind of thinking, look, my tone is low sometimes. No, I don't think that at all. I don't think at all don't lower the tone. I think let's drag the tone on the ground, yeah. dig a hole, get it deeper. Well, Always. Lucky for you. I love you're a low gonna tone. love what's coming. <laughs> so look in my eyes and get those tears out further. Yeah. I think what I'm thinking, it's hard. It's hard being me, kind of destroying your own life. I think the thing is, what we always wanted with this was people to listen and we would all feel seen by one another i feel seen by you you feel seen by me the listener feels seen by us i then feel seen by them listening to us listening to you listening to me listening to them and it it becomes this whole real like dynamic connection that we have the problem the problem is though with that and with me seeing myself then through or imagining just spending a lot of time subconsciously wasting energy on thinking about the people that hate me or the people that would have 
whatever perceptions of me every time we get the most beautiful dm saying like love your podcast like i loved when you said this or really like you guys like i feel like we're friends blah 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 every time we get a message saying i feel so seen by that it's like that's one more person that could be disappointed or like that's one more person that oh that's horrible <sighs> do you know what i mean no <laughs> silence yes and no because i think i get it from the perspective of the people that really are in on us i'll be absolutely gutted mm. if we ever get a message saying like you guys have really changed like i'm not really yeah. into your video anymore like you're really boring <laughs> Cry <every episode>. <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever i'll be really gutted or like this whole jim carrey thing it like needs to stop like whatever it's like that's yeah, fair okay, enough that's, i also like i agree i agree <laughs> yeah. like i fully agree with all of it or it's like the harry potter shit it needs to go it's like no i'm with you i completely agree yeah no we're so with you someone left us a review being like the best harry potter podcast like no no i think they were making a joke with i us, know they were we said in the last episode didn't we yeah they are making a joke but it's also like when we say keep this on the down low we mean keep this on the down low <laughs> Um, but I agree yeah. with all of that. But I think when I get a bit, I don't know, it just kind of brushes off me is when we got a DM today that was like, like I got a reply from this really big influence the other day and you guys haven't even replied to me yet. And I looked up and we'd, she'd sent something like a month ago that we hadn't seen. And I do feel a bit like when you're not entitled to a reply. I'm so sorry. We try so hard to go through all of the answers and I think we are good at it. I think we we really try. If we've, if we've left you out, we were saying this earlier, give us a little nudge, send another one and we will get back to you. Yeah, I, I really encourage that. If we haven't replied to you, if you sent us something, just send us something. Like, I get it. It's not, it's not like, oh, if I missed your message, like, prompt me. It's like, well, why should I? But but you, but you, if you want to have a little chat with us, come back and be like, girls, like, I sent you that really cool thing. Like, have you seen it? But like, don't be a, don't be a mean person. <laughs> don't be a cunt. Well, I think what was annoying about that message was because it was aggressive. It was, you guys, how dare you not reply to reply to me? I've sent you a message and you guys think you're so amazing not to message me. You only sent one message. like, Which is just... I find it irritating. Like, if I'm actually being completely honest, I find that really entitled and irritating. There are so many influencers that I fucking adore that I've sent messages to. And of course, I don't expect them to get back to me. What am I, what are you on about? The thing is with that is that like, it's not even, it's not even a thing of, oh, I don't have the time to reply to everyone. Or like, oh, I just, blah, blah, blah. It's the fact that when you send a message, maybe to you, it's like, oh, you've sent us a message. But to me, when that comes up on my phone and I see you've sent something, it's like, right, I want to have that moment with mm -hmm. you. It's a one-on-one -on -one or a two-on-one -on -one moment between Sefi and Wing and you. And I want to really, even if it was just a passing thing, I want to, I want to have that, I want to, give you a good convo i want to give you a good chat and that the good chat isn't always available because i'm kind of crying about feeling like i'm going to disappoint everyone do you get what i mean it's not that we're like oh we get so many messages and we just don't have the time and blah blah, blah. No, it's, it's like, not that at all like, we, absolutely if we sat down and replied all day we absolutely would have the time but i just i want I, I put too much pressure on the message being perfect that i don't send the message because i because i feel like my reply isn't gonna be good enough for you guys <laughs> Look, this is really real. Yeah, this is very real. I don't know. I just find messages like that a bit kind of look like, look, we do care. And I think if you know us, you do know that we care. I hope so. I was thinking yesterday, the fact that Steffi and I do this together means that we have these conversations all the time, all the time. Every time we speak, we're talking about like how the week's been, how it's grown, how things have changed, what we're scared of, what we're excited about, mm. a cute message. Like we're constantly talking about the psychology of this mm. for us that i think sometimes like if if we were doing it on our own which would be a godforsaken land a godforsaken alternate universe which i would never want to be in no because we do it together and we talk so much together we forget to share the realness of that with with you listening maybe and i think it may be something because we were talking about saying oh do we put something on the story saying like we're human <laughs> blah, blah blah it's a bit like wanky things saying like we're, we're not ignoring you blah 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 maybe it's just that we just continue to show more and more that we're human I know maybe this sounds really ridiculous because we are a small podcast and it's like no one's saying you're not human you losers <laughs> like obviously it's like no you do seem very human <laughs> you seem very human. no one's yeah, got you, you on a so pedestal irrelevant. <laughs> like, it's like, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like who the fuck do you think you are because so much of the podcast is geared towards like the higher quote-unquote higher oh. parts of ourselves 
it's like our higher selves come and sit down in front of the microphone and they and they talk blah 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 and then the real Sevian and wing creep back out once the episode is over and all the fear and not that we're like crippled with fear all the time but i just think there are parts of it that don't get the light naturally because it's not instagrammable and all of that stuff i think i feel the imposter syndrome hint back to the last episode of that mm-hmm. so much because it's like yeah okay we can get on here and talk about body image body image body image blah blah blah, blah. and it's like well then i'll still get it back in my life and be like right i'm not eating for the day i still deal with all of that shit yeah and i think that's when you feel the huge weight of it then you get messages saying this episode really helped me on body image it's like no but it didn't even fucking help me it didn't even fucking help Mm, me like what the hell yeah 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 like what the hell like it's all i think all of this stuff is amazing but then i think getting a message that's like you guys didn't even reply it's like oh because we're still going through shit like you know you're arguing with your fucking friend so am i i'm doing shit as well like it's kind of there's shit going on and yes i will try and reply to everyone and that's not in a way if ever there was like a massive queue of people that are like dying guys 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 please reply but when we get a shitty message like that it just does does give me the reminder of no like that i do need to take some ownership of my energy here and not spend my time trying to like make amends with people that are angry with me because they got a reply from a bigger person exactly it's like it's good for fucking them great yeah i'm so glad you caught them in a right in a good moment for them that they could reply to a dm oh god i've kind of nearly (laughs) kind of nearly sick god sorry what am i doing why are we starting with this i i think this is a big fat joke to everyone listening they're literally like you are a tiny podcast like no one knows who the fuck you are like (laughs) you are not handling this well like like, guys this isn't worth the stress and it's not yeah (laughs) if we're honest it's not worth the stress but it is this is what i think as well like sefia i love you saying that of like with we're what's going on with you is going on with us too blah 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 and i think that's why maybe you like the podcast is because we're not like dodie like we're not like <laughs> like we're not a massive influencer with two girls sat in their bedrooms not that there's anything wrong with that yeah exactly but it's like we're kind of sat in our scummy little lives yeah and that that's why I say in every episode, if you want to do something, especially start a podcast, just go and do it because there's no reason why Sefi and Wing works and it's working so far. You want to write a song? Write a fucking song, bitch. Like, honestly. Go for it. I'm, I've am i got an album coming out at some point in my life. <laughs> I haven't started working on it yet. Absolutely. But there is an album coming. You will hear an album from me. Oh, before the, de- before the day is done, there will be a single out for sure. I just hope that it's really hard to articulate the value of... of Look, and now I'm crying. Yeah. It's so powerful to know that people listen. <laughs> that's a bit cringe. No, awful, like, awful, awful, awful. That's too, but like, I just love the idea that this is the first episode people listen to of us. They're like, oh, what's this Seppi and Wing thing? They click this on. They're like, sorry, what the fuck uh, is this? And that's what I mean by like, obviously we're not massive. It's not fucking Kylie Jenner sat here being like, love you guys, blah, blah, blah. If, even if we had like 10 million people listening versus if we had like 100 people listening, the value of one person listening is life-changing to me and my mind. Like it just, fe- it does, I don't know. Like, it just feels like a real thing. And I just... <laughs> I think that's the attitude we've always had with it though. Like each message has felt like so much. And that's, I think for me, that's the thing that's kept yeah. me going along with just the delusion yeah. of myself and my life. I do think that's one of the things that's like each message does mean so much. And I think that's probably why we get so upset when we get a one mm. that's mean. We never get any mean messages apart from from incel men. We do get mean messages. And also they ended it with, they ended the message with, this is just some advice. Kind advice. Just some kind advice. Don't take it to heart. And it's like, look, if you knew me at all, yeah, you'd like, know that's... that going straight to my heart, deep inside. Sorry, but you just stabbed into my heart. So don't then say it's kind advice. I think it's just every single message we get, it's like, oh, I've got a new best friend. It's like every single message we get is like, this is my new soulmate. Like, I, I need to dedicate, I want to dedicate my life to you. <laughs> They're literally like, this is too much. They're like, this is too much. I just sent a casual DM, mate. Yeah, exactly. They're like, no, I didn't ask for that. We say this, sorry, I'm really, God, it's a rant from me. But we say a lot about like, oh, it feels like it's bigger than us now all of a sudden. Like, now it's bigger than us. We don't have the power over it. It's bigger than us. And I think I just have a lot of fear about if it's bigger than us now and it's still small, if it continues to get bigger than us, I, I won't be able to convince you that you 
have value to me because it, it just becomes a thanks for the messages mm. guys thanks i can't sit everyone down and say thank you like yeah how are you it's so true well it's kind of you want to write a handwritten letter to each person send the pigeons out they send little messages yes exactly yes but i also think that's the name of the game with the fucking internet <laughs> the name of the game the name of the game of the internet is that everyone feels um like their personality has been stripped of them and that their numbers mm. i still know that i'm valued within my um within the podcast that i follow and the people that i follow i still know that i'm valued as more of a number and they feel that they've got a personal connection with their audience without getting a personalized fucking letter through the mail yeah. from them like i think it go it goes without saying i, I think it, so. it gets to a point where it goes without saying that you're valued in the audience and also like you know that like you know that you're smart people they are smart god okay well happiness hey hope everyone's feeling a bit happier than us that's <laughs> all i can say christ breakdown over breakdown overs Bre- breakdown yeah was it singular was it plural i don't know i don't know whether i'm breaking down or not but i think before recording an episode on happiness you psych yourself up slightly to almost be like right okay now i've got to have my my points in order i've got to know what i want to say about happiness because it's a fucking big topic like it's big and it's also like i've got thoughts Hmm. but also I don't know today I'm just feeling very iffy like I don't know what it is and I think seeing some of the stuff on the story we wrote do you place your happiness on future goals and things like that and I just Mm. think subconsciously I think we're doing that more um, more than we think Mm. you can do all of the things like you can control your mindset so much I feel like I do so much work to be able to control my daily happiness with like fucking yoga meditation fucking gratitude all of this shit and like mindfulness blah 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 Blah, blah, like all of the fucking bullshit it can only go so far i think Mm -hmm. i think all of that shit that has come in in the in the world of in the realm of kind of mental health chat can only go so far if you still have the huge societal pressure put on you that you can only be happy once you've reached these markers of success and that you can only be happy in the future and that your present is kind of irrelevant because it's all about either the story you tell yourself from the past of why you can't be happy or the narrative you have about the future of why you will be happy when you've achieved point a point b point c yeah um and it's just never about now and i think all of these like grounding techniques blah 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 and it's just like right okay like enjoy your day enjoy this bit of your day aren't you lucky to have this it's like it only goes so far because sometimes it's like i don't fucking feel that yeah i don't fucking feel that at all i've woken up the sky's blue why am i still feeling shit i don't know yeah it's like well the last thing i want to do then is be like right let's put on fucking andy from headspace and hi i'm andy <laughs> meditate away it's like no i really don't want to do that i just want to go back to bed 100 percent. i was gonna say to you yeah like it only goes so deep because you're supposed to be upset sometimes and we've said before like sefi and i have this bad habit of trying to smart our way out of our feelings like you try and intellectualize your emotions so much that you try and find a root out of them and sometimes if you're sad or in a low mood or whatever is happening it's kind of just like yeah you can find out why all you want and you can have all of these this massive toolkit of mental health resources to go back to to maybe try and make you feel better but maybe the biggest thing is is just acceptance of okay i'm i accept that i am sad today or even in this moment we were literally saying earlier i can have a great old morning be feeling really positive and then by like 12 o'clock i'm feeling shit oh my god awful worst day ever yeah then i feel great again it's not like oh i have one bad day it's like i have a million things in one it's just a huge yo-yo or I used to hate people being like, it's okay to have a bad day. Because I would be like, oh, what about like a bad season? Like, yeah. what about like a bad six months? What about just like quite a bad life? Yeah, like, yeah. Is that okay? Is that okay? Yeah. We said a few episodes ago, I think it was like, that I don't really experience like sadness that much, which I think is really true. I jinxed it. <laughs> no, but I, I, I don't. Like, I literally don't. Yeah. I, I, so I think it hits me really hard when I do. Like when I suddenly am just like, oh, I feel just like sad. Like I think I slip, I'm very much slip into anxiety very easily or just like manic behavior very, very easily. But um, like sadness is like a slow emotion. You're rarely still. Never. You don't have, you never have a, a stillness. <laughs> You're not very pleasant to be around <laughs> you're not very peaceful you're kind of making you're me on edge you're kind of the worst person ever <laughs> no I mean but I, I mean, it was something that like I 
it was a notable feature mm. like when I was getting to know you and like when we were forming our like strongest love. bond ever yeah we were building our love it's like a notable feature of yours that like you don't have that like a still wallowing sadness which I hold my hands up I do <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you guys who's shocked no one but yeah you you are rarely still in sadness do you know what I mean like it's mm. it is the it is interesting. I think we do, we have different experiences. I think it's a franticness. It's admirable in lots of ways because it means that you, I've seen you do it, something happens or whatever. You have the reaction, you get upset, you work through it. And half an hour later, we're kind of watching a horror film with like loads of sweets. It's kind oh, of the well, best. That sounds... It's like, oh, Sefi's sad. Yes, I can't <laughs> wait for how we get out of this one. <laughs> it's kind of getting a six-year-old out of a sadness. Like, you're sad about the kitten. Don't worry about the kitten. Look over here. It's like, oh my God, we're going to Thought Park today. Look, at, look at over here. It's a big jelly bag of jelly beans. It's like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think I look for the reasoning behind sadness. And it's like when you can't find either a distraction in a big bag of jelly beans or kind of a trampoline. And suddenly it's mm-hmm. like, oh no, you're just sad for no reason. Like, I think you've got to carry this onto the trampoline. You can mm. be eating your jelly beans still with just like a bit of a sad tummy because nothing's going on. It's just the reality of being human. It's like you're, per- you're on your period and you feel sad or whatever. It's like a chemical thing. You're in a pandemic, maybe. Don't know if you've thought of that, guys. <laughs> you're, you might be in the middle of a fucking global pandemic. You might be living through a major historical event. You might A monumental be. moment in culture. But even when you're not, like when it's just kind of, I'm... Um, just like on the way to see my friend and I'm just like oh I feel like sad I think it comes as a real like oh yeah. like someone come and z- like zap it out of me like no it it come it um becomes kind of like I think I don't know I don't know how to deal with sadness like just like a, a slow level of sadness or like a neutral state I don't know how to deal with just like a neutral to sad yeah I want to like exist on the like extremities of things like either so fucking happy or like I'm sad and like everyone leave me alone like I don't want this like weird like I just feel a bit off it's the Leo moon. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in reality, it's like got nothing to do with the quote unquote Leo moon, whatever that is. <laughs> I think it's actually just anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as well, like, I think a massive thing is the toxic positivity thing. But I think for you, it's actually got nothing to do with that. Oh, yeah, no. The like, it's not that you um, are trying to. It's not that you're trying to be positive and blah, blah, blah. I think it's the... It's, there's a thing about being weak as well. Can we talk about that? 
We don't want to. We can't look. Fuck. I actually, I'm so beyond it. Maybe it's just today, and when I'm editing yeah. this, I'm gonna be like, fucking hell, bitch. Cringe. Yeah. Look, are we doing this or not? Are we doing this or not? Yeah, like, we're doing it. Yeah. This is the thing we keep saying to ourselves recently. It's like you're either gonna do something, and you might as well do it fully. Yeah. As Jim would say, risk being seen in all of your glory. <laughs> yes, Jim would say that. Glory. Thanks, Jim Carrey. He's sabotaging our lives. I think, in fact, he did say that once <laughs> in an interview, and I wrote it in my notes. But you can either do that or you can do it half fast, yeah. i.e. not do it at all. So yeah, let's fucking do it. I have a preoccupation with being weak. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, and I think it doesn't... Well, maybe you should speak about it. I'm not commenting on, you know, your life for once. <laughs> I hate looking weak. It's like a big old thing. Like if someone... If I were to feel patronised or I think I have a problem with sympathy as well. Yeah. But if someone was going to be like, oh, like, why don't you just... It's like, no, fuck off fuck off i'm stronger than she's you she's fumed you already to, you... just thinking about it it's like no uh you've actually your boyfriend doesn't love you bitch <laughs> like it's kind of someone i'll get like a bit um like someone's being really nice like no Zephy, don't worry about it like no oh, like it's like your parents are gonna get a divorce <laughs> your parents are gonna get a fucking divorce <laughs> shit oh my god what is wrong with her <laughs> i'm joking i would never say definitely that definitely a gendered thing too though right of being a weak oh, woman for sure, and I for think sure. there's like a, a concept that I think a lot of us have grown up with with a, the damsel in distress and like maybe being you know oh I'm gonna be a tomboy and I'm gonna reject being the damsel in distress and all of these things that we've internalized it's not like other girls yeah it's so I'm not like other girls it's like no like I'm just above that <laughs> like it's so fine I'm just a cool girl like I <laughs> I jump on the trampoline like I'm fine it's like no actually get off the trampoline well it's a weakness in itself uh, the kind of declaration of I'm never sad I'm never I'm never weak it's like well that there's your weakness then it's kind of um in our favourite film, Jumanji, but not the classic. <laughs> the one with The Rock. The Jack Black, The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> and Kevin Hart, Jumanji. Nick Jonas, some may say. Basically, there's a bit in Jumanji, just a side note. There's a bit in Jumanji where it comes up with all of their weaknesses and, like, is a really lame joke. Like, one of them is, like, cake, I swear. Mm, and he does eat some cake and I think he explodes. Crazy yeah, thing. weird happens. But Sefi's weakness would be being seen as weak, maybe. My weakness would be weakness, Yeah, yeah quite cool so cool right guys like she's just one of those girls that's like her weakness is weakness no but it's quite cool my weakness would be weakness it's like yeah that's cool my weakness is strength (laughs) what's actually your weakness do you think like i i don't actually know what my if you had a jumanji thing and it was like your strengths and weaknesses what do you reckon yours would be my weakness is um (laughs) my weakness is like sympathy but kind of in a really annoying Shane Dawson way, I'm just like an empath, and I'm just like, I just like, I can't watch old people eat because it just like ruins my whole week. Like I that hate kind of, but that. it is kind of I. I I really I'm a sucker for a sob story. Mm-hmm. I'll feel your sadness more. You're not even sad, and I'm feeling your sadness more than you've ever felt sadness before. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like no, I'm not fine. sad about it. I'm crying for you. You're like, no, I'm actually good. Is an old person on a bench eating a sandwich. They're really enjoying yeah, it. He's like, don't pity me, bitch. Wings like they're so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> they're all alone in this world. <laughs> I think that's my weakness. Is the sob is a uh, yeah. I take things too deep. What's your strength? Um, is the deepness. My strength is is like, I just have the whole massive range of, um, is being able to feel things deeply. And like, it's just, it's a wild thing to get out of or get through tough shit. I think it's the most important, like amazing thing of, of life is love. The only thing written in life is love. Yeah. The love for yourself to get through trying times, lines, vines and trying times. What about you? What's yours? What's your strength? Or like, what would you say is your biggest strength or just a learning thing, ATM? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I was thinking about this. I think it is, it's something that I've been hearing from my entire life. It's just that we've been talking about authenticity and all of this stuff, but I think there is an idea with me of like difference, which is really Mm -hmm. sounds like, like, I'm not like other girls, I'm different. She's quirky. (laughs) I'm just a quirky, kooky gal. Mm -hmm. But I do think... There, I think there's more to it than that. And like, it's a conversation we've been having more and more recently, but me and Wing, Wing and I, I'm kind of shaking because I kind of feel like I've wanted to say this on the podcast for so long. Yeah. And kind of to the world. <laughs> it's like, guys, <laughs> I'm gay. I'm joking. <laughs> you know. Feels like um, suddenly it's an announcement video. Suddenly it's an announcement, but I do think there is an idea of difference. No, I, I completely know how you feel. And it's something blah 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 I don't know what I'm saying there is there's just say it in one sentence even 
basically the sentence is there's been throughout my life an idea that i might be autistic i think recently i've been coming and it's been used as a joke throughout my life oh don't worry about her just her autism and there is there's a lot of a history of autism in my family anyway um so i have a very very close personal Mm -hmm. relationship with autism as it is um but it's been a thing throughout my life and women are diagnosed in fucked up ways like there Mm -hmm. is no real the the way that women are diagnosed is fucked like there's a big discrepancy if you don't have the markers of you don't love trains then you can't be autistic you don't love inanimate you don't have cars you don't talk about this you get social cues and women's um autism comes up in a way of like masking and all this different Mm -hmm. stuff and um and just processing emotion in different ways Mm mm-hmm um and i'm really getting fucked up about this as well no it's okay i'm kind of like we're all we're all on the edge of our seats you know what it is we're all giving you a lot of sympathy right now and i'm like but not because of the content of what you're saying just i'm like all your parents are getting divorced (laughs) but just for the experience of like it's hard to talk about things it's hard to talk about something when you're not quite sure if you've got a grip on it yourself yet anyway that's what we were Mm. kind of saying is like it's hard to give the full story on something when you haven't quite figured out how the story goes yet it's been a big thing throughout my life should i get diagnosed should i not because i mean my family personally have weird experience with the like diagnostic system i guess and things like that and it's just a process and i think i'm coming to a point in myself where i'm realizing that i'm from people that really know me and it's something that you listening right now might not really be hearing you this might come as like a bit of like what like sort of thing Mm. but i think people that really know me it's something that's come up a lot of like you just are slightly different in the way that you think and process information and i Mm -hmm. i do see that and i think i denied it for so fucking long and wanted to be the same as everyone for so long Mm -hmm. kind of am i gonna cry yeah cry absolutely cry what is this episode honestly i'm so sorry for anyone that's listening to this in their first episode i think if you've got a discomfort with authentic like realness then that's on you like then you can go yeah you can go this is part of your life this is part of what's going on in your mind it's hard to come to to an episode every week when like maybe 40% of the week you've been thinking about a big thing that's affecting you but you need to ignore it for three hours while we record well thing is it's it's that thing of it's not a big thing to me like it's not um it hasn't been throughout my whole life I think there's been conversations about it of oh okay what like what's kind of going on (laughs) with that fucking freak like what's Uh that bitch thinking there's but I think me and you for the first time had had a conversation about it was probably over a year ago now where it was like look let's cut with the just you're a bit weird you're a bit different well I always thought it was a bit weird that people just said oh Sophie's just a bit autistic and I kind of thought I don't really think that's I don't think that's fair to just make it a sweeping little joke or like make it a little dig and kind of not, I don't want information to be withheld from you about yourself. And I also think um, it's kind of (laughs) really, but I always describe it as just like everything that I love about you could be tied down to your autism. So it's kind of, it's kind of the best. It's just literally just a part of who you are. And we always say, just own your truth guys. And your feelings are valid. Own your fucking truth. Your feelings are valid. Trust the time of life and all that. Yeah, I think that it, it's it's just one of those things. I definitely don't have a grip on it. And there's definitely people, it's kind of when there's such a lack of awareness of autism within women, there will be people going, no, you mm-hmm. don't. You know what it is? It's autism imposter syndrome. It's autism gaslighting. Yeah. I don't know. It's very confusing to me. And it's very, because there, there, when I hear it from people of, no, you process this wrong, you, you or you, you have a different understanding of this and you. <laughs> what have you done with that thing? <laughs> what did you do there? You're yeah. just slightly getting everything wrong. I, I very much for a long time took that so personally. Like, why can't I see mm. what everyone else is seeing? Like, why can't I just... I like I can't have I can't do small talk in so many ways I like people will be like how are you and I'll say all the wrong things and it's like why can't I just know the lingo like, everyone else <laughs> yeah. seems to have this little language that I just can't fucking do this is why the dms often fall on me because I have to yeah. make like a big I have to do like the good like kind of um I kind of it's like flirting the amount of times I've been sexting for Sefi <laughs> like I, she's sexting by proxy like it's kind of <laughs> it's so true it's so fucking true I really am sexting by proxy sometimes. <laughs> look, it's a thing I don't have a grip on myself yet, but I, if we're going to talk about strength, it's like, look, I'm, tr- I'm trying to accept that difference is a strength and there's no need mm-hmm. to mask as, I'm just a normal kind of gal. It's like, no, actually, mm-hmm. sometimes you are, fuck- you come across really weird and that's fine. It's fine. You come off just a little bit like, what, what was she talking about? And that's fine. Yeah. 
100%. It's it's real and it's authentic and I don't I don't know um if I want to get diagnosed I don't know what where I want to go from here. I... Well maybe you listening might have some interesting insights and like you can direct. Well Sophie. don't come at me saying uh actually but if you're going to be nice <laughs> and normal and if you have personal experience Don't give her sympathy do. because she'll be fucking rude. <laughs> Just please don't, <laughs> don't be give rude her loads me. of sympathy. <laughs> but but people, I reckon lots of people will relate to what you're saying. And I just, we're just about realness here. Mm. And I'm over trying to be normal. I'm trying to doing a whole, I'm doing a whole thing at the moment where it's like, I'll walk out of a room and just be like, I just said a weird thing as I left. Like that just everyone is now thinking, huh? Um, but I'm just like, look, what, like that. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I actually am kind of getting over it. It's part of the fun of life. And it, I think it's just part of my um, quote unquote personality, whatever. It's just quite, it's, it's part of um, how I communicate, I guess. It's just a little bit leaves everyone thinking, hmm. <laughs> Something strange was just said. Don't quite know what to make of that. (laughs) I don't know. You know what's interesting, what's funny, that you don't know, but Mm. my Instagram explore page over the past, like, month or something is is full of, like, autism stuff at the moment. Well, I must have been given one post on it, like, something about... You know, there's a lot of, like, ADHD talk. (laughs) There is. People make reels about, like, lots of different... Like, whatever. And I must have clicked on an autism post. And then I click on another autism post. It's like what I've done with Taylor Swift. Now my Explore page is just full of Taylor Swift. I'm a big Swifty now. (laughs) I'm having that with um, Lily Rose Death. Oh, are you in that with her? Which is so random. It's weird what they serve you. No, I don't love her at all. It's weird what they serve you because then you end up liking it. I have no feelings about Lily Rose Depp other than I love Timothy Chalamet. So I love her (laughs) via Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, you can see her through the eyes of Timmy. (laughs) Of Timmy. So I'm kind of getting a bit of their relationship. So I... But for some reason, it's just fucking Lily Rose Depp constantly. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. Well, the more you click on it, then the more it gets. But it's like, why am I clicking on it? It's like, it's like some 16-year-old girl. It was literally a year ago, Taylor Swift was coming up on my thing. And I thought, that's weird. They think I really like Taylor Swift. But then I proved them right because I kept fucking <laughs> clicking on it. Turns out you do. Turns out I'm obsessed. I don't know. It's just... I think it's really important to be honest about who we are. <laughs> like... I don't know. It's, it sounds really deep, but I think there's lots of ways in life that we just aren't honest about who we are. Well, I think also we come to this with like huge performance, but also we come to everything with performance. One comes to everything with performance. But I, but yeah, just just in your waking life, whether you have a podcast or not. Well, it's like I go to I would go to class in a big fat performance, and I go to fucking yeah. see my friend in a big performance, and it's like actually let's just strip it down. I think I really want to get over just the performance of life and just live as an authentic self, whatever that means. Freely. Freely the Banana Girl. Wait, what about yeah. Freely the Banana Girl? <laughs> I used to live by her when I was like a really pushy vegan age like 16. Shakes head. It's quite scary. What was I going to say? I feel like also another thing that I'm thinking about a lot and kind of what brings us back, like right to the beginning of the episode where I was kind of crying about like not being worthy and this is kind of a thing that I've been thinking about a lot and we go through waves every week one week it's your feelings are valid the next it's be intentional I had a whole thing about being intentional which I still think holds up but I think at the moment I'm thinking and what I think a lot of people should be thinking I think we could all do well to remember sometimes whether we're living navigating life with a sense of feeling unworthy and undeserving or are you navigating through life feeling deserving of good things? It's like, yeah, I, yeah, I turn up to good things and I feel, uh, oops, I feel undeserving. Or I feel undeserving to speak about my autism because I haven't thought got it, thought it through yet. I haven't yeah. got a grip on it yet. You know, like, not me, but you get you get what I mean. I'm talking through my voice. Yeah, we get it. This is wing yeah. speaking. Yeah. yeah, people are going to get confused. But I just think if you're coming, if you're meeting life with a sense of undeservingness yeah you're never going to find happiness or contentment and that you will be deserving once you have um lost three stone and once you have married your dream man once you have married james acaster for example or once (laughs) for example (laughs) hypothetical (laughs) there are so many things or like once you have just got that promotion at work like everything is just always slightly out of reach yeah i think that is capitalism that makes everything just seem like happiness is you're just on the brink of success you're just on the brink of happiness like yeah oh if i just stick to these routines or if i just do that little bit there it'll be fine but no it won't be fine spoiler alert it won't be fine yeah no it won't be fine because there'll be a new, the marker will move and you'll just be striving for a new goal you've got to be okay with the chaos and that is the hard bit 100 percent. that is the hard bit and it's also hard i think to 
it's like getting in before that even happens before you've even established okay these are my goals it's like uh, the, the idea of having realistic goals for happiness it's like why do you think something is realistic to you mm. oh, because you think you're only deserving of so much and we speak about it all the time like low self-worth and like even in the last episode we were speaking like with imposter syndrome about the ways that we learn to be small and to lower our standards and just be quiet and blah 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 but I think there's a lot to be said about like so you would see someone's big like New York penthouse apartment and you think oh my god that's stunning but your first thought is that could never be me and it's like you haven't even given yourself the opportunity to dream a little bit the opportunity to dream and be a bit deluded yes i just think delusion is such a beautiful thing at times obviously <laughs> Me too. everything within moderation but it's also like you don't want a big health like big fucking helping of delusion but i do i think a little sprinkle of delusion on top yeah you're going back for seconds of delusion mm. You just need a little cherry on top of delusion and everything is quite fun. Yeah. You see the big penthouse, you think that's stunning is your first thought. But rather than placing, but realistically on the budget that I'm on, how am I ever going to look at the state of my life? It's going to go this way. I think it's like, is it delusion or is it just reality to be like, you don't know. Like you actually don't know what's going to happen in your life. Like look at the course it's taken so far. I am 99.9% sure that you won't have been able to predict where it is now. 100%. And also you're deserving of amazing things and like amazing people. And Mm. you don't have to settle for scraps and scrappy-doos. You don't? No, no. I don't want that for you. That's not what you deserve. You deserve really fucking good things. You deserve the things that you want. You do. Always, literally always. It's It's just that life is built to make you feel like you don't. It makes you feel like you're fucking mental for wanting that New York apartment mm. penthouse projecting everyone's dreams but a New York apartment penthouse is a very societally acceptable dream as well exactly it's like maybe you don't want the New York apartment well it's it's an acceptable um unrealistic dream yeah for like a kid in fucking Warwick but maybe what you do want is a kind of small farm with lots of cows and pigs talking from personal dreams <laughs> that would maybe be something i would love but it's like that isn't potentially or like i just i just want to move get buy a van drive around have a have a dog or a cat and just like bake fucking sort of apple pie every day society's gonna tell you you're fucking weird you're a fucking loser yeah your society's not gonna be like that yeah you're you're lazy oh it's why can't you just do like the rest why can't you just get on with the real world like the rest of us exactly but it's like actually if you acknowledge that that your dream might be a little bit your dreams don't need to follow the neat package of what society tells you basically your dreams should be obscure to the people who have a life that you wouldn't want exactly yeah yeah you should be in a position where you can say your dream you can look at someone and think i don't want anything about your life and you can explain your dream to them and they think you're a fucking nutter that's how it should be that's the dream that's the dream they shouldn't get it the dream is to confuse everyone's racist uncles absolutely just just they're all gonna be slightly confused after the christmas dinner when you tell them what you're doing yeah that's what i want the people whose lives you don't desire and the people who you don't necessarily admire should not be able to understand your dreams no they shouldn't be able to make sense of what you want they should think it's quite bizarre and they'll think that you don't deserve it but you do well they'll say how dare you your generation thinks that they're so entitled it's like maybe i am entitled to happiness yeah maybe just by being born i'm entitled to follow my own um like map to happiness yeah not follow your crusty old sat nav fucker so fucking true don't ask for directions from someone who's never been to the place you're trying to get to we love that we love it so much (laughs) saw on a tiktok decided to live by it i love that we get increasingly more cringe in every episode it's like after every episode it's like yeah we couldn't get worse than that and then the next week we come in jim carrey said that you should love yourself and we go crazy (laughs) also it's kind of jim carrey would listen to this and be like please please do not associate me with any of this yeah he's he's fuming if he knew if he knew he was part of this if he knew I really like this message. Someone said, I thought it was my scrappy ex that was making me unhappy. I dumped him last week. Woohoo! Celebration face. Woo. But I realised I need more help. And I think that's yeah. really true because it's like, actually, sometimes the thing that we think is like the, the barrier in between us and happiness 
isn't necessarily what we think and it's easy sometimes to have Mm -hmm. a scapegoat of it's my shitty boyfriend it's this scrappy dappy dude that i've been dating he needs to go he's gone it's like oh wait but why do i still feel shit oh now it's like i'll find it's this thing no it's not your job actually it's maybe there is something well it probably is your job but also maybe it's something deeper inside that's like i actually don't think i'm going to be satisfied with anything until i come to a peace within myself Mm mm-hmm 100 percent. that's kind of the lana thing that we love of what does she say it's like you oh I'll do it. Go on, take it away. Okay, let me get into it. Are you going to sing it for us? No, (laughs) but I'm going to deliver it like a poem. (laughs) Okay. I moved to California, but it's just a state of mind. Turns out everywhere you go, you take yourself. That's not a lie. That's not a lie. That's what Lana said. It's so fucking true. Well, you think your life is going to be fixed when you move into that New York penthouse, but you get there and you realise, oh shit, I brought all my problems with me because your problems didn't live in your hometown or wherever you are. They lived in you and you came with you. Oops. You can pack up your bags, go off to California. Woohoo, new life in California. Mm. Fuck, I took myself. Everywhere I go, I take myself. That's not a lie. That's not a lie. No. That's not a lie. Lana told you it's not a lie. You know what though? I also think it's... um. I think I have this a lot with, so like, for example, you, um, here we go. Let me, let me think about how I want to say this. You can tell on this podcast, we don't think before we speak. Mm, yeah. yeah. Or we think we speak very quickly and our thoughts have to catch up. <laughs> so open your mouth and just see what, see what comes out. And just see what comes out. Michael Scott style. What does he say? He's like, that's what I was just trying to think. Sometimes I start a sentence and I don't know where it's going to end up photosynthesis or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> love 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 just everything about that love but i think sometimes we think oh as soon as i get out of this situation or as soon as i've got that i can be happy or as soon as i've dealt with that or as soon as this person's out of my life then i'll be happy and actually it sounds like a bit of a hard truth it sounds like i'm delivering some sad news to you but i actually think it's a positive thing that i've learned Mm, honestly bearer of good news right now yeah the bearer of good news don't shoot the messenger praise her sort of your angel gabriel coming down (laughs) send her sweet messages (laughs) support her on patreon <laughs> genuinely but some i think sometimes we think oh as soon as i've left that relationship or as soon as i've left that toxic situation or as soon as i've got out of this or entered that i'll be fine but actually as soon as you have done that thing you have left that relationship or you have got out of that situation or you have got into this new thing it's not fine because you're left now with the remnants and the symptoms of what you built up living in that situation for that amount of time yeah You've got like a greasy, greasy residue of like all yeah. of the shit that was said to you, all the shit you said about yourself and just everything you did that didn't align with yourself. It's just coated in it. It's like, right, you've got to actually now work to like rid yourself of all those memories. And you've grown. You're a new person now. You, yeah. You're meeting yourself again as maybe a grown woman for the first time oh, of like, wow. don't you think? Yeah, your divine feminine energy. Let's just sprinkle that into the sentence. Everybody loves to hear it. Nice to meet you. How do you do? But it's true. You are meeting yourself again yeah. now with all of your new knowledge, emotions that you've been through come out the other side. You know, all of these new experiences, you're shaped into a new person. Mm. And some of it now is going to be not pretty and it's going to be new things that you haven't dealt with but if you've made it this far you're ready to unpack the rest of it and it's kind of the only option if you want to live a positive life it's like that was an amazing thing to leave a relationship that wasn't serving you and hopefully it's all gone well on that end and now what an exciting thing to venture out into your new life with your new sense of self and your new problems which sounds rough but it's actually just part of the fun of life is just growing through it also you don't want a problem-free life a problem-free philosophy hakuna matata sounds great for a while well someone said i really like that someone said um i'll never reach happiness because you have to feel sadness to appreciate the happiness and i know it like listen we've all had that before like you have to be sad to appreciate the good times oh was he was he's like no you don't Did you hear that? it's hakuna Matata lifestyle <laughs> he's like shut the fuck up bitch he's like boring <laughs> heard it all before but this podcast is shit i hope that's my vibrator Oh my god, it might have arrived. I don't think it is. I think it's lost in the post. But anyway, quite funny that there's a vibrator somewhere with my name on it. <laughs> yeah, we've been sent some vibrators um, ever so far. Mine's arrived. Sammy's got her now, I'm really jealous. That's the thing of going back to what I said at the beginning of like your strength is kind of all of the shit that you've been through because it does make you, mm. you're just, you come out a whole new bitch. I know I say that all the time, a whole new bitch, but it's kind of just every day. You go to, you go to bed tonight and you say, thank you for who I am today. I can't wait to see what I'm going to be tomorrow. 
Good night, Miley. See you in the morning, Miley. My said Miley Cyrus, <laughs> and I roll over. <laughs> I give her a little kiss on the shoulder, and I roll over. Night, I Miley. <laughs> See you in the morning. <laughs> if you're filling your day with things like reading, listening to podcasts. <laughs> Goes without saying. Doing any kind of like life things, talking to people, you know, living in the world. Mm. You are going to be changed. That stuff is going to change you. I watched the Woody Allen documentary, never going to be the same. I watched the Demi Lovato documentary, never going to be the same. Changed forever. Each one changes you. Each thing that you encounter changes you. Have a conversation. That changes me forever. And it's like, look, okay, I'm not the same person as I was before I watched that Woody Allen documentary. Now it's my mission in life to shut down Woody Allen. And shut down anyone that stands up for Woody <laughs> shut Allen. Down. I'm taking it upon my... Yeah. It's like what happened after I watched fucking Blackfish. It was my mission to become the spokesperson of Tillicum, the Orca Whale. It was died. your personality. <laughs> and I continued to, <laughs> to sing his song loud and proud. To fight that fight. <laughs> I'm fighting Tillicum's fight to the day I die, even though he did himself die. But it is, it is completely true. You are completely shaped by everything. You know what I thought was interesting... Mental health, genetic. Do you think mental health is genetic? I always find this interesting. I mean, there's research to say it is. You love nature nurture, don't you? I love it. I love the idea of, um, not love the idea, but I love the conversation of, um, is generational trauma a thing? And mm. can trauma stay in your genetics and things like this? I don't know. Do you believe that um, um, sort of how happy you can be is genetic? Well, I was shocked to see that on the results, seven, a big fat 70% of people said it's not genetic oh wow i'm not that shocked actually because it was phrased our yeah it's quite quite a lot right yeah yeah it's great you've got strong feelings yeah they've got really strong feelings i kind of just because i think there are lots of like mental illnesses that run in my family and i mean just from a psychology perspective there is a lot of evidence I guess you can find evidence for what you choose to believe. I didn't mean to say that, but whatever. I don't know if you know about this saying. It's that you find the evidence for what you choose to believe. I don't know if you know about the saying that we say in every episode. I believe that some scientists also agree with that. Like, all scientists hear us that us say that every episode, and they're like, "Shut up!" Like, shut I think up. everyone, no matter who you are, you hear us in every episode and think, "Shut, shut up. up!" I think we learn a lot about. I think you learn a lot from your parents and your upbringing, and I guess. Part of that is gene- is the genetics and part of it is the biological answer and the nature side of things. But I th- also then think, yes, part of it is nurture and just the fact that not only is it genetics that have influenced the way that your parents have given you ideas about mental health and blah, blah, blah. It's also the nurture. It's the environment. Yeah. And the way that they... It's the environment and the way that they've raised you. So it's like the biology that they've left you with and also... The, the the real like the behaviors kind of running in tangent yeah <laughs> it's both but i think because i definitely see like families and like and f- so i definitely see families and then i also see people from communities or like people in their environments you know, conformity is a big thing and i think you when you especially when you're growing up you're such a sponge that i think you do just often lean into what you are what you're shown I think that you're shown like how to be in relationships. Mm. I think you're shown how to deal with the quote unquote real world. Like, I think if you've seen your parents kind of be a bit miserable, it's it's kind of, it's, it's very, it's what's normalized, right? You know, there's this big thing of like normalize kind of. Normalize healthy communication and boundaries, guys. Exactly, yeah. Like normalize, normalize like saying no when someone tries to rape you. It's like, this is not helpful. <laughs> But yes, norm- normalise, normalise it. Of course, mental health comes back to what's been normalised for you. Completely. Obviously, you can subvert that. I'm not saying you can't. I think I subvert it in lots of ways. I'm sure you do too. But it's not a surprise that people will say to you, oh, you're acting like your mum. Or like, oh my God, yeah. your dad does that. Yeah, completely. It's like, well, obviously. You learn how to act from them, most likely. And you are genetically them. I find it so interesting. Um all of that i think i could kind of i would love to sit down with someone that actually kind of knew some knew some evidence and would like actually tell me like yeah what is what because i think there's so many things that you can see people say people in my family say you're so like blah 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 a grandmother a great great grandmother that i never met mm. so it's like well she passed down no behavior to me or no That's so cool kind of comedy or anything she moved moved yeah passed down no emotional responses to me other than literally I guess genetics or what it passed through kind of subconsciously through everyone else and whatever. I didn't know. Honestly. It's in your blood. <laughs> she knows more about you than you do. <laughs> you didn't tell me your dad was a seeker too, Harry. <laughs> too, Harry. I 
didn't know. know. Oh, cutie pies. So cute. Absolute cutie pies. It's in your blood. But that's the thing. It's like, you're a seeker. You never met your dad. You found out he's a seeker. So it's in your blood, Harry. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's in your blood. Yeah. He didn't tell you, oh, you should be a seeker. Yeah. But I think there are things where you realise that your great, 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 great grandma, you see a photo and you're both kind of, she loved painting and she's got a similar painting style to you. It's like- She's got the same phone case as you. <laughs> but it's like, oh no, that there sometimes you do pass down certain things maybe. I don't know. I, I love the kind of romantic idea of that as well, but I kind of hope that's true. Mm. But also from a generational trauma thing, not so great. Oh, it absolutely is true. It absolutely is true. It's like it's psychology. It's GCSE psychology. Which I never did and I wanted to do so badly. You should have done it. Yeah, you should have. Why don't you just tell people that you did it and just do a bit of Googling and then you'll have done it. Mm. But I think about that a lot in a racial sense of like, God, my ancestors, ancestors. My sisters. And sisters. And sisters. <laughs> you know, Anne. But sometimes I think about like, God, what ways have I disappointed my ancestors by like leaning into whiteness and what have I like rejected of that? It just becomes quite horrible. Mm. But And I also, I love this like TikTok trend that was going around and I always see it on reels of people being like oh there's a really good one where she's like watch me grow out of my wishing I was white phase have you seen that yeah. it's like the most stunning woman you've ever seen well there are a few of them I think exactly yeah and or it's kind of like um I used to hate my nose and then I and it's like lots of watch me grow out of my hating my nose exactly phase. there's so many like watch me grow out of my hating my natural hair phase and it's like oh my god there's the most stunning thing I've ever seen exactly yeah and they're using images of like people people like you know of underrepresented races and things like that just there are lots of different ways that we are all well not I guess not all but there there are lots of different ways that we're underrepresented underrepresented and as much as representation isn't the be all and end all it's just really nice to see people like it's I think it's a good thing to romanticize your own life (laughs) fucking life yeah your own shit and kind of be proud of it because i think we're so absolutely so told to be ashamed of so much that we are all kind of fit within very niche things that we should all kind of be and i think it's actually like Mm. look none of us fit in that like unless you literally are Gigi hadid and even then you deserve to be here you're deserving yeah but it's like the chance that you fit within the niche mold are very slim so let's all just stop trying to get there Gigi hadid's dad is a man named muhammad who was born in palestine well there we go and bella hadid her sister put up a picture of his passport and instagram removed it what because it was like hate hate speech because she put up a picture of her dad's passport that said he was born in Palestine. What Can you imagine? Fuck? What the fuck? So we've all got our shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. We say it every time. The world's bleak, but we're here for you. So it's fine. We're all in the bleakness together. Yeah, we are. It is that we're all in it together. So should we start a Discord? Yes. We haven't said that on the pod, but why I want it to be on Discord is because Facebook people people get angry on facebook i don't like facebook no i'm not here for angry vibes yeah it's not like look who do you think i am literally mr zuckerberg we're not in 2014 i can't go back even i'm not in 2010 yeah i've done i've done the work to get away from 2010 although sometimes i wish i was doing a little status that would have like 10 private jokes in like do you remember the rubber ducky and everyone's like what does that mean love today at the park yeah love today (laughs) at the park with tag them tag them tag them funny about the bins and it's like, what does it mean? It's funny that we still kind of do that just in our, it's just in a new way yeah. the etiquette has changed and it will continue to change. Um, but let us know if you want that kind of a big group chat vibe where we can all, you can share like your kind of who you're speaking to on Tinder. What do I reply to this? Oh, please tell me you want this because I need it. Your cool new skirt. What you're eating for dinner. You know, little things. A cool podcast that you like that isn't ours. Like whatever. I need this. Yeah, you're eating, yeah, exactly exactly mental health shit i also didn't know what a discord was really i was kind of like what is a discord like i thought the only option was if we want everyone to chat which we obviously do okay the option is facebook it's like no 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 when i heard about discord if you don't know what discord is like me i mean wing sold me on it it's like cool it's cool it's really cool it's also like the most lame thing ever but it is very cool it's like you can have different channels and it's like right okay here we're going to talk about all the boys we're dating here we're going to talk about um, all the girls were dating the girls were- here we're gonna do like yeah <laughs> nice nice it's just a cool it could be really fun and i i know that there is a bit of a demand for like between you listening to find each other because you need to you're also fucking cool look we've got some great like you're probably yeah you're fucking cool listening and i know i just look we would all get along i just want us all to have rainbows and butterflies. what does she say she's like just, we'll just bake a cake 
made out of our period blood and we can eat it. <laughs> she doesn't say anything about period blood, but anyway. I mean, if you've sat through this episode, which I really hope, well, if you're listening to this, you have. You have. I mean, you're, you must be in because this, I mean, this episode got very, went in directions I never thought, but in, in, they never do. We, I think we keep taking it in this real... I don't want to do something fake. And I know that means that people will slip off and we're going to niche down and find people. But it, it, that only builds a stronger bond. It's like, and I, I'm not here to tell lies. Harry must not tell lies, whatever she's makes him say. Yeah, exactly. I must not tell lies. Like, I'm not here to perform something. I, I think we can all get the most out of this if we're actually being really honest with one another and like just kind to one another yeah treat people with kindness so i'm pleased to announce that our next guest is harry styles oh my Should we manifest God. that could you imagine <laughs> everyone's like screaming <laughs> screaming harry styles in the discord you have to get on the discord Guys, quick harry styles just posted a picture of his tinder screenshot help <laughs> Ah, Harry Styles just posted okay. a picture of some avocado toast. <laughs> God, I can't wait. Let's do to it. To get Harry Styles on the Discord. Let's do that. Let's do it. Okay, well, thank you for being here. Thanks, Sefi, for being here. Thanks, Wing, for being here. Thanks for all of the real... Thanks. Thanks for all of the real combo that all of us... It's a real... All of us are doing this. You listening, you're... I don't know if you knew this, but you were doing something. You just kind of did something when you did... You just kind of did something. You really, really did something. You really did. So, thank you for... Everything. Honestly, everything. Everything. It's, it's it's just nice to know that there are nice people in the world. Do you know what I mean? It's just nice to know that there are cool girls and cool people living their lives. Yeah. Out in the world, just like us. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.